Good evening, everyone, and uh, I'd like to welcome everyone back, and well, I guess welcome myself back. I haven't been on in quite some time, almost a little bit over a month. Um, I'm your host, Jameer, and this is uh, the Heavenly Places podcast. I, I pray that uh, your your Thanksgiving and your holidays went well. Um, well, at least half of which we still have plenty more to go, I guess. <laughs> you know, uh, with uh, Thanksgiving and Halloween and all those um, happening. Uh, th- this evening, actually, we're going to talk about uh, continue to kind of stay focused on the uh, the holiday thing. And um, actually, let me go ahead and open up in prayer. Uh, Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy and salvation, Father. We thank you for your love and kindness. Father, guide us uh, this evening on his teaching, Father Lord. Um, help it uh, to add, Father Lord, to our to our walk with you and not take it take away, Father. Um, I thank you, Father Lord, for your many blessings and blessing your people during this season, during this time, oh, Father, uh, directing their paths, oh, Father Lord, guide them and direct them in everything that they do. We ask these things, Father, in your mighty name we pray. And actually, in Jesus' name, Amen. <clears throat> All right. Um, <clears throat> forgive me, a little, little bit uh, rusty, um, but this evening we're we're um, with the Christmas season upon us. You know, people uh, some people put their trees up before uh, Thanksgiving. Some people even put them up before uh, Halloween. You know, but we have a lot of Christmas trees, the Christmas lights, the cookies, office parties. All these uh, things that are that are going on, and um, I would like to uh, do do some research on the uh, history of Christmas, the history of Christmas. Um, but before I I get into that, I was, actually um, I was looking at this information, and uh, and I wanted to kind of break down the holidays um, into three different areas. Um we have I believe we have holidays that are designed specifically they're basically satanic holidays. <laughs> you know, we have holidays that are specifically satanic, you know. Um and some of those holidays I'll list them. Actually it was a whole bunch of them they actually have a calendar of them. Um and they also they're also holidays that are just uh secular. You know, they're not I want to say they're probably satanic, really. And then I want to say really they're probably really Christian or like a believer's holiday. But they're kind of like more like secular holidays, you know. And then we have uh, um, holidays that I, I believe that are kind of a mixture of both where we have things that are like satanic, Christian, and even probably like secular, you know, if, if that is even a category, you know. Uh, <clears throat> but some of the holidays that, that are specifically satanic, I thought about was uh, a ho- actually a holiday is celebrated by the Druids, and I believe Satan is they also celebrate it, um, is Belt, Belt Lane, which is uh, May 1st. And actually they have, I mean, it's like about 30 or 40 different ones that they celebrate, but that's the only one that I will mention. And then we have the uh, what we have is uh, the, just the regular secular holidays, you know, which I believe 
really they don't really have like the spiritual significance though they can some of the ones i thought about was uh fourth of july you know we celebrate that here in america freedom of our nation from the uh, uh british you know um so that could have some spiritual aspects to it, but uh, but more than likely i see that really as a uh, secular holiday and then one of the other ones I thought about, which kind of comes right after July or a few months after July, is Labor Day, <laughs> which I like because I get off. <laughs> I was actually I like both of those ones because I get off, off off work with Labor Day. Labor Day is really not a. I wouldn't say it is really like a, a, a devil worshiping holiday or anything like that, or I wouldn't really I guess say it was like a a, a spiritual holiday. And though it can be depending on what your focus is on it, it can be either one. I just really would say Labor Day is more of a kind of like a secular kind of kind of day. And um, some people might agree, some might not. This is just how I'm categorizing it. Then we have some holidays that like are kind of like a mixture of both over the years. And I'm not saying they all started like that, like a mixture of both, but. Right now, particularly here in America, Western society, we have certain holidays that are like kind of like a class, a mixture of both, where you have all these different types of traditions going on, this satanic, Christian, even secular, you know. I, I will include that in there also. Um, and some examples of it are Halloween. And Halloween, you say, well, how can that be Christian holiday? Well, actually, the Catholic Church, they started that one. And even though I know we have some disagreements with the Catholic Church, but Halloween was basically a celebration of us saints. And you know, you can't go overboard with worshiping saints. There is some value in looking at people who are powerful, people of prayer, um, and celebrating their lives. Like, man, oh, I want to be like this, have a walk with the Father like them, or have a walk with the Father like that. And that's kind of like how Halloween from the, the Christian aspect started. We already talked about um the satanic aspect of it, so I won't really focus on that. That's on one of the other podcasts. But another one is uh, a mixture of one, and I won't really go into that one either, is Easter. Now, maybe when it comes close to Easter that um that I will talk about that one. And then we have the one that we are going to focus on a little bit this evening, and it's really a lot, a lot of information online. You may have already seen some videos of it. Um you may have also um, read some literature on it. Is uh, Christmas the one that's coming up on uh, December 25th? Now, I guess I want to start talking about the origin of Christmas. I guess from a uh, quote unquote, if you want to say, it, no, I don't might be agree with it, but it was uh, uh, the first recorded history in Christmas was actually December 25th in the year 300. In 36, I guess that's when it was first documented. Um, so that's December 25th, uh, 336. And actually, if you look at that that year 336, that's actually almost what 300 years after uh, the formation of the uh, church. With basically that the day of Pentecost, um, I guess that's was like one of the days that, that is known, or the year that is known when the church was kind of formed or established. Um, the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit came down in, in the book of Acts. So that's 300 years where we have uh, believers, uh, Christians, the called out ones, the Inglesia, whatever you want to choose to describe or say to yourself. Um, but for the first 300 years, there really was no mention 
scripture or nothing written about it until and maybe a couple of years before this, something might have been happening, but December 25th in the year 336 is really the first time that uh, actually someone actually had wrote about it. Um, uh, now, we know that uh, really technically no one really knows the true day that our, our Lord and Savior was born. Um, <clears throat> but a, a monk, his name is, I know I'm going to pronounce it wrong. I get, I have sometimes problem pronouncing the modern names or this, but like it's like a older, more ancient name. And this actually is a monk from the sixth century. His name is Dionys Exuus. Uh, that's D Y O. I mean, D I O N Y S U S. First name, last name, E X I G U U S. Um, so actually he was a monk. He was a, a historian kind of, um, and he recorded some things or whatever, but he talked about uh, December 25th uh, being the year of our Lord, you know. Um, so that's kind of like one of the first times that uh, Christian Christianity is uh, mentioned in the uh, church. And a lot of our uh, Christianity and with the Catholic Church, as you guys know, the Constantine and all of those people during that time, the Council of Trent, Council of Nicaea. Also around that time was many other things happening before uh, actually Christmas because around December 25th, a lot of things were happening. Uh, we have uh, the making of, uh, we know that it's the winter solstice. Uh, the Jewish people, they have what they call the uh, Festival of Lights. The Germans had uh, a Yule Festival. And the uh, Celtic people, they had something else in the Scandinavian where they actually worshiped the sun god. Um, around this time So around December 25th Like the 18th to the 25th 26th or all around those dates You know we have all these different Cultures ethnicities and all these Kind of things having these Different things celebrating going on And then we have Rome <laughs> You know we have Rome And they, they kind of When they uh, stopped kind of persecuting Christians they wanted to bring it under Under one kind of umbrella They Legalized Christianity And then one of the things they did Okay well the, these people are already Celebrating all these things Let's just go ahead and bring All these Old pagan festivals From the, the Celtics From the Germans and let's bring it all Under one kind of umbrella And take these different things and then we're going to have Christmas and then we'll celebrate it as Jesus We can just go ahead and put his birthday on here On the uh, December 25th So that's kind of how when it, the church embraced uh, embraced the Catholic Church in particular, embraced it around this time, and they kind of sort of consumed all these different things from all these different cultures and uh, ethnicities. And some of the things I've actually kind of want to read to you um, from my studies is like, oh wow, you know. Um, so uh, um, I'm another name I'm pronounced wrong. Um uh Saturnella was a, a lawless drunken time in Rome and where literally everything or anything was okay to do. If you ever seen or heard about a movie called The Purge, well back then around this time in Rome they had something called Saturn the Lita, which was similar to that. And basically what that is was a uh, Saturn comes from Saturn, the god of agriculture, liberation, and time. 
And uh, that's what the Romans <laughs> was kind of doing. So they let all kind of things going on during that time. And actually, they were, uh, people could say whatever they want to. And also, people were giving gifts um, during this time. So it was a whole lot of weird kind of crazy stuff going on. That's from the Rome, Romans. Um, and I mentioned the Yule, Y Y U L E. Um, they this is what like kind of like the Germans, Anglo-Saxon people. Uh, they kind of celebrated celebrated this. It was kind of like their representative of Christmas. Um, they would uh, be baptizing people. Um, they would be hunting. Um, even some of the people, you know, uh, Wiccans, you know, they would uh, do a lot of things around this time. Um, where they would also guess what they would they would be go hunting too, and then they would be hoping that they would have newborn babies around this time. They would be at their covens doing different type of celebrating type of satanic things. Um, the Yule. Uh, another thing was uh, the um, very familiar actually this is kind of the Santa Claus thing, but the magical sorry magical gift givers. Uh, so they have something like a uh, Santa Claus. Um, we know this is from uh, St. Nicholas, who was uh, <clears throat> someone in a church in Turkey. Um, but the Dutch and all these different people, they had different things that kind of resembled uh, Satan. I mean, I'm sorry, not Satan. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Santa. Santa, you know, they kind of uh, uh, symbolize this as someone who leaves gifts. The people they leave gifts to children and all this kind of stuff during this time. Um, you know, Saint Nicholas was uh, very prominent. That's what we get the Santa Claus thing. Um, another thing that's very interesting that I found was, uh, which I really do not eat these things. Maybe when I was little, I ate them. But the uh, fruit cake, um, <laughs> the fruit cake. You know, that also, you know, actually that that actually had its origins in Egypt. But later on, the Romans, you know, they kind of, kind of picked that thing up, and they was doing the, uh, the uh, fruit cake thing too, <clears throat> and uh, basically what they used it for is uh, they placed the cake of fermented fruit and honey on the tombs of their deceased loved ones, so that they would have something to munch on in the afterworld. So the Romans they took this similar kind of cakes, and um, they made it uh, pomegranates and barley and all these kind of things. And these kind of things got kind of brought into the Christmas thing. Um, also, uh, caroling was something else that was already going on, um, particularly in Germ- Germany. Uh, the, they're called, I guess, it's called was- They was the people was called wasslers, and they'd be go waffling. Um, they went from home to home, and guess what? They were be singing to their neighbors, celebrating good health and all this kind of stuff, but actually they would be very, very drunk when they was doing this. Um, so that right there. Then we have the uh, mistletoe, something else that's very incorporated in, in Christianity. Uh, it was considered a magical plant, by, um, like particularly among the Druids and Vikings, um, and even in the uh, Native American culture, the uh, mistletoe, you know, was a kind of something like that. So it was like the mistletoe was, was involved in uh, fertility rituals and all those kind of things. Very, a lot of a uh, lot of uh, 
satanic things going on with that. And that was another thing that was kind of incorporated, you know. Um, then we have the wreath. <laughs> the wreath, you know, the holly and all those kind of things. People hang on a tree, the evergreen. Um, well, Christianity, Christians, they kind of love it because, like, the red berries, you know, they symbolize kind of, they can symbolize, like, the blood of Christ, you know, pointed leaves, the crown of thorns. Um, so all those things they kind of kind of incorporated and and brought in um, into uh, Christianity, but also uh, when they was kind of bringing it in, you know, it's like kind of like they used this to ward off evil spirits, you know. But we know that uh, the the only way that we can really ward off evil spirits is through the word and power of prayer, <laughs> prayer through the word, the written word of Scripture, power of the Holy Spirit. Our Father God, who is in heaven, who loves us, you know, it's not through any of these, like, magical type items. But we have a lot of these things. We have the Christmas tree, the reindeer, all these kind of things, which I'm not going to go on and on because you know a lot about them. And even there's some people who teach it in, Jer- in Jeremiah. I thought I had the scripture, but where the Christmas tree, they were talking about the Christmas tree in Jeremiah. I'm, now, I'm not sure saying that <clears throat> one way or the other. But a lot of these things, I guess what I'm trying to get to the gist that a lot of these things that we, we celebrate during Christmas time um, were already going on and already carried on by uh, uh, pagan religions, you know, like Satanists, Druids, um, Romans, you know, pagans, all these kind of things were already kind of going on. So what are we um, as believers and Christians to do because now just not talking about the uh, the religious uh, satanic aspect of it, but then we get the uh, commercial aspect of it, which I haven't really talked about, but like we have companies like Hallmark and Mattel, all these toy companies, all these companies, they, they make so, so, so much money from Christmas and Christmas really commercialism. We have Black Friday, which is the day after Thanksgiving. People are going in, um, getting great deals, you know, great deals on televisions, electronic items, things they're buying for their for their friends and family or even they possibly themselves, but we have these people fighting <laughs> at the stores over these electronic items, then we have people who are overcharging themselves, overcharging credit cards, going in debt, then we have people who can't afford to get nothing, so they just are depressed. Um so that's like the commercial aspect of it where you have all these things going on, you know, um, I guess capitalism and all this kind of stuff. People want to capitalize off of uh, these things, you know, people who are not religious at all. I guess they may be as agnostic or atheist or whatever. Hey, hey we're going to take advantage today. This is a great opportunity to make some money. So we so far talked about the uh, satanic negative side of it. Um, and we talked about the commercialism. So we got all these things shooting at us from different ways and what are we as believers and Christians to do? I mean, we have um, some who uh, refuse to uh, participate in Christmas. You know, they were like, oh no, because it's satanic origins and all this kind of stuff. I'm not going to do that. I don't want to get intrigued because I want to go bow down to it when I'm getting the gifts and all these kind of things. Um, and to each of to each one is his own. You know, we have people at at school, you know, they don't want other little kids, you know, to tell other little kids that Santa Claus is not real. So we got people thinking 
Santa Claus is real, and then the parents get mad because some other kid told them, and you have that issue right there. So we got this mythological <laughs> Santa Claus, reindeers, and little kids, you know, this Liz, North Pole, all these kind of things, all like commercialism, you know. Um, so, so far, it seems like, man, this all, what I told you, it's a whole lot of bad things, negative things about Christmas, um, that, man, I, I kind of want to stay away from it, but there's a there's a whole lot of good things about Christmas, you know, that I thought about it because we celebrate Christmas. I celebrate Christmas a lot when I was growing up, and Christmas is more than the uh, the eggnog and the hot chocolate, the Christmas trees, the crazy Christmas sweaters, making gingerbread houses and eating them, you know, all the little funny Christmas movies that you may see, like um, A Christmas Story, Miracle on... I forgot whatever street it was. Um, Home Alone, you know, they got all kinds of Christmas movies. Then you got the light shows. You can go visit people's houses. But they got these all these shows. They got plays, all these kind of things um, that are that are not, um, they're kind of like just like more entertainment value um, that we kind of do with it. I don't really kind of see anything bad about it. I can see how people can turn it into worship and all this kind of thing. But, uh, what are we as believers and Christians to do during this time? It's like we got some Christians and believers tell us, hey, we shouldn't do it. And then we got some off and diving off in and being depressed because they spent all this money um, to do. Um, with me, this is this is kind of how my own personal stuff, I approach it. To me, it, I guess I would say for me, myself personally, it all it, it's all about your focus. It's all about your motivation. It's all about your heart. Um, one of the Pharisees asked Jesus was the first and greatest, what is the greatest commandments? And Jesus said, uh, the first is like, uh, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul. And the second one is like, love your neighbor as yourself. You know, so basically what I'm saying is if whatever you do, you know, even during Halloween, you know, people say, oh, I don't celebrate that thing at all. You know, um, I have a, a friend, you know, he he actually dresses up like a, a, a prophet. You know, he walk around with the cross. You know, I'm not sure if he's celebrating it or not, but he'll go to like the different types of places. You know, I know there's a lot of gory stuff going on, but he's going there dressed up as this biblical figure using it as a chance to witness. You know, some people may agree with that. Some people may not agree with that. Um it's again, it's again on your individual purpose with the Father, our Father in Heaven, um, our Father God. You know, he, He's calling you to do um, a few of the scriptures that I want to pull out. The first one is uh, Ecclesiastes. <coughs> excuse me, Ecclesiastes, uh, chapter nine, verse ten. It says, "Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might, for in the realm of the dead." Where you are going, there is neither working or planning or knowledge nor wisdom. So that's, uh, I believe, uh, Solomon, he wrote that. So he says, whatever you do, you know what, you got to do with all your might while you're here. But we know, like, when he was writing that or whatever, the realm of the dead, you know, when we leave here as believers, we know, hey, there's way more stuff going on, <laughs> you know, in heaven, in heavenly places than there is going on here in this earth. Even though we're doing a lot of things here on this earth, man, it's like, even undescribable things going on 
where there's a lot of planning going on. It's way more knowledge, way more wisdom going on. So when he wrote the scripture, he didn't have that type of understanding. But if you're going to the other place, you know, there might not, I don't think there'd be any planning or any knowledge or any wisdom in that place if you're going to the realm of the dead. But Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 10, whatever your hand finds to do, do with all your might. So that's talking about working. Um, but not just working, but doing something specific, which I want to pull out a New, New Testament scripture. Uh, it's First Corinthians, First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31, very familiar, popular scripture. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31, it says, So whether you're eating or drinking or whatever you do, all for the glory of God. Um, so during this time, I want you to, if you're trying to decide what you're trying to do, is is that going to be for the glory of God? And for you, uh, drinking that eggnog drink or something like that, for you, that might be for the glory of God. I'm just using that as an example. But for me, it may not be. For each one of us, it could be something that varies, you know, it could be, but then there are some things like that, that where there shouldn't be no compromise, or it should be just the same all across the board, you know, that we, okay, we should not be doing worshiping those sons, all those, type, all those type of things, you know, but um, there's some things that's, that's, that's going to, that we're, we're going to have some variance in, um, so, whether we're eating or drinking, we should do it all for the glory of God. Of course, you shouldn't eat to gluttony, you know, where you're so full and all that kind of stuff. That's a whole, a whole other topic. A lot of times around these holidays, people eat and eat and eat. And then when New Year's comes, they want to do the, like, New Year's resolution, you know. But it's kind of like eat and moderate. I know it's very difficult because they have office parties and you have family parties, different family parties you want to go to, friends parties, all these kind of parties going on. You know, so it's very hard and difficult, you know, you got to practice some type of uh, restraint, you know. Um, so whether you're eating or drinking, you want to do it all for the glory of God. So if you, hey, if you're hanging out that Christmas tree, if, you, if you're if watching those movies, um, those, those uh, this movies, I don't want to, I don't want to, I want to tell you, hey, you don't do that. Don't buy those presents for those kids, whatever, because uh, many of the, the elements or like some of the essence or, or things of Christmas, like uh, giving. Uh, this time is especially tax, like I believe Tuesday or somewhere was uh, called Giving Tuesday where you can do, give for tax write-offs so people give to different charitable organizations. But Christmas, one of the things is giving. You know, uh, we know that our Lord and Savior gave his life for us. Our Heavenly Father gave his son for us. Um, one of the main themes of Christmas is giving. So that's a place, a way that you can uh, glorify God. You can give somebody that has less than you. Um, it could be a friend, family, neighbor, whatever, this opportunity to show the love of the Father, you know, through that, through giving, through giving of gifts. You know, some people, you know, they go broke, you know, giving gifts, you know, um, trying to give to people. You can make stuff for people or uh, some people just want to hug, <laughs> you know, so it varies. Um, a lot of things about Christian that people love is like, I mean, everything kind of revolves around that giving thing and the charitable things. People people work at uh, like the Salvation Army, and they'll give by cooking a meal and all these different types of things um, or coke giving. Uh, people, 
different churches and different organizations, they have like food where people donate a lot around this time. So we as believers, we can take advantage of that, um, of giving and, and also uh, spreading the love of our Father to those who are around us in our community and networks um, and those within those who that are within reach. So there are also uh, a positive things that we can do uh, with, with uh, Chris, Christianity for, um, as far as that and Christmas. I know one family, uh, they actually don't have a Christmas tree in their home, but instead they have like a nativity set. You know, and and even them themselves, they do not believe that uh, he was born, our Savior was born during this time. But to them, that's the way that they commemorate it. You know, they uh, they have uh, the the nativity set with the wise man, the uh, the magi, the animals, the little baby Jesus, all these kind of things. And they they have that instead of Christmas tree, and they have the kind of like the presents around it, kind of like they kind of do it like symbolizing when a wise man from the East came and they came bearing their gifts, you know. Um, that brings me to the, the scripture of uh, Colossians chapter 3, verse 17. It says, And whatever you do, in word or deed, do it in the name of our Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So that right there, Colossians three seventeen again, is talking about the giving. You know, we want to do it, again, our Whatever, uh, basically it depends on what your focus and motivation is. You know, it's easy to get distracted, to focus on the secularism. You know, it's easy, so easy to be involved in commercialism because it's everywhere. The advertisers, very smart. They get paid. They do many studies upon it. They know what people want. They know what people want to see. Um, so they know how to get you to say the certain words, say those key words to get you in those stores to buy the stuff, and then pretty soon you're buying all kind of stuff that you really don't necessarily need and your children don't necessarily need or grandkids or family, but they get paid to do that, you know. And then we have uh, the, the believers, again, who want to avoid it totally. And, you know, I say to each his own, but if you're going to totally avoid it, um, just as long as you walk in, and in quarter the father, and he had called you to that because I believe he has called certain people to that, you know, to set the example in that way. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Um, it's a scripture that says, uh, let me find it, uh, that Paul says, hey, something may cause you to sin, but for me it, it may not be, you know. Um, man, I, I cannot think of that um, scripture. I'm trying to find it. Uh I think it's, uh, hold on for a second. Let's see. Um, well, this is one, it's 1 Corinthians 8, verse 13. This is another one, uh, another one. Um, this is not the one I was looking for. But it says, therefore, this right here is like, basically, if you're doing something that you know is going to cause someone else to mess up, 1 Corinthians 8, verse 13, it says, hey, don't do that. Okay, because you got people also watching, you know. So if what I eat causes another believer to sin, I will never eat meat again. So as long as I live, I don't want to cause another believer to stumble. So this is Paul saying, hey, I'm not going to do this because this is, hey, it'll be fine for me. But if they see me doing this, then, hey, I can't I can't do it because the, the eternal destiny of this person is at stake. Um, 
So again, Paul was coming with the mindset of what is his focus, what his ultimate focus is. All our ultimate focus should be what glorify our Father in heaven, and also to promote salvation among our, our family, friends, coworkers. Um, so that should be our motivation for this season. I know we still like four weeks away from uh, Christmas. But I actually wanted to talk about this early so people can maybe they see the podcast and they can kind of get an idea of guidance. Okay, some people may be struggling. What should I do during this time? So that way, I have this thing you got earlier, that way you can get your direction on what, what you um, need to do. Um, uh, Dorothy, are you there? Do you have anything you want to say or comment on? Well, the the only thing that comes to my mind is um, when we look at all these different holidays and their origins and should we or should we not participate, one of the things we have to keep in mind is strange fire. Um, do you remember um, the sons of Aaron, Nadab and Abihu mm-hmm. took took their censers and put some fire in there and offered that strange fire before the Lord, which he had commanded them not to do. And they were struck dead. So before we offer anything to the Lord, I think we have to look at what are his values and what he considers, you know, what we're supposed to be doing as far as worship and you know, things like that. Of course, it's yeah, it's, it's an iffy area because, you know, there are, I mean, I love the hymns at Christmas. And I do like watching those Hallmark movies, you know, those mushy ones at Christmas. <laughs> um, and I do give my grandkids presents because their family celebrates that whole Christmas thing, you know. But, um, you know, they do yeah, the old. Like, yeah, yeah, I go agree ahead. with you on that one. No, that the fire thing, strange fire thing, because it's like, okay, worshiping God in a way that he doesn't want to be worshipped. You know, that's the thing right there. It's like, man, I'm doing all these things, and, you know, it's like, but it's, an, it's really in vain saying that I'm doing this for the Father. Say, like, oh, yeah, I'm celebrating Christmas for the Father. But really, you're not, <laughs> you know, and, and you ain't you ain't supposed to be doing it. So it's like one of those things. Like for me, myself personally, I, I tell people don't buy me, and I do this for my birthday too. I don't I don't like people to buy me things, and because I, I well one thing is because people can go broke, you know, feeling feeling like that way too. But I don't want the focus to be be on me. But I will, like you said, buy uh, presents for like my son or maybe like a niece or nephew or someone like that, you know, but like as the Hallmark movies or someone like I'm going over some, I mean, I've, I'm really like, like to watch the sports, <laughs> which is probably bad. You know? <laughs> so yeah, like thing. But then like if somebody they'll watch, like they'll have like the thing, like the different Christmas movies on and like, Oh yeah, I like that, that one too. You know, like how home alone and all this kind of stuff. So it's kind of hard, and then you'd be at the work parties, and then they like, you're going to bring some cake and all this kind of thing. So it's, it's like a, it can be like a, a tight line to walk, you know, and the thing is you don't you don't want to offend 
the main thing is you don't want to ascend our Father in heaven. <laughs> you know, because the thing right. is, like you said, the strange fire, that right there is like something you don't want to play around with. You don't want to be like Ananias and Sapphira. They got, they got, you know, struck, and that's like not in the Old Testament. That's happened in the New Testament, you know. Yeah, and and it is a good time a a good time to um, testify to people about you know the the reality of it, and I think um, there's a lot of good evidence that that Jesus was actually born around the end of September during the fall feast. So you know, it yeah. And Christmas trees are pretty. Let's face it, they're pretty, you know? And the deals out there when you need things, like when my daughter was younger, I used this time of year to buy her all the underwear for the year because the sales were so great, you know? On top of the toys, she would they she would always get underwear as well. And, you know, even now that we don't have any young kids except the grandkids, I look at the sales for things that I need for the house because they're good sales, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, like, you, uh, yeah, it's it's really, really um, something that everyone, of course, to all seasons, we need to be be, uh, be led by the spirit in it, you know? Because the thing is, like, oh man, you can get so many great things that you actually need during Christmas time because of all the great sales. Um, like you right. said, but then you, people can go overboard. Like, why do you need five blenders? <laughs> I've been looking at that new foodie thing. I know you don't cook much, but is it a pressure cooker and an air fryer in one, so you can pressure cook and get the Tender, you know the tenderness from pressure cooking, and yeah, then it will cousin, brown it for you. Yeah, he really. That is very good. Yeah, he. I haven't tasted anything from it, but my cousin was I, I, asked well, why he was talking about it this summer, and he has. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's um like a lot of a lot of people. My family, they. They they go all out with the Christmas. I go over their house and they wearing like matching Christmas things in the morning. I remember when we was younger too. Uh, we never our father my father did not let us believe in Santa Claus when we was growing up. So that was like something he said he didn't want nobody else being taken credit for all the hard work he did. Provide <laughs> <laughs> gifts and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> so we did we did ever did believe in it, but they would hide the presents, you know. But I had. I was never, never, ever trying to find them, but every Christmas, at least for like four or five years in a row, but it was kind of like when I was older, I would always find a Christmas present and see all of them, but I was like kind of smart enough. I was a little bit, not that much older, but I was older than my brothers and sisters who were below me, and I would like tell my parents I found them that way. <laughs> the other ones won't be, won't be uh, like, at least they, they can still know, but they're not getting until uh, Christmas, you know, like, oh, oh, that's what he getting, that's what she getting, you know, but like, so, but we did, we did the Christmas thing, like, open up the Christmas presents in the morning when we was growing up, um, and it was, like, more like a secular thing, how we, we did it, you know, then we, we maybe, I think a few times, you might went to a, a church service or something like that, um, but it was, it was, like, 
Yeah, so that that was uh, how it was. But we didn't, like, do all the other stuff. Like, some of my sisters and, and cousins and all of them, they kind of, like, they do do that where they tell the kids about, about the Santa Claus and all this kind of stuff. They do do that. But I didn't. I didn't. You gotta, I didn't do that. Yeah, you got to be careful with that Santa Claus because, you know, I have an adopted daughter as well that I only got when she was a teenager. And she was so angry at her parents for lying to her about Santa Claus. I mean, really, really angry. So you got to be careful with that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it never even dawned on me that you should be that angry over Santa Claus, but she was. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, she'll tell you she was mad. Mad as a wet hen. <laughs> But perhaps well, if we just don't consider it, you know, the world keeps telling us it's about the birth of Jesus and all that. And and they do focus. It's once a year they really do focus on him. So that's good. But mm-hmm. perhaps in our minds, if we just keep saying, you know, keep looking at it as a secular holiday, you know, and, and take the opportunity to tell the reality of Jesus and Christianity. That's maybe that ha- would help us look at it yeah. that way. Yeah, Instead because I see, I've seen a, yeah. I've seen a, a video about uh, uh, they was having Christmas trees and all these kind of things, and uh, like all these Muslim countries, <laughs> you know, like different Muslim countries, they had Christmas trees and like little like fake snow and ice and all this kind of stuff. So, but the thing is, the thing is, like it's a whole lot of commercialism with it. But at the heart of it, under commercialism, eventually we know that uh, Jesus is going to be mentioned in some way, form, or fashion, and it is a way that it's going to get out there. You know, it's like almost unavoidable. (laughs) Yes, yes. And, you know, the capitalism thing, I used to think that was terrible, but then if you look at economics, um, you really want your retailers to do well because you want them to be there when you need to buy something. So yes. I I guess as I get older, I, I start looking at things from different angles, you know? Oh yeah. 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 You, yeah. You have, you have, you have to do that. But yeah, you have, you have to do that. Um, Yeah, it's it's good not to be it's it's good to be uh, kind of I don't want to say open minded but maybe observant or something like that and just not throw everything out because actually there's some very great things about capitalism. You know. Right, um, better capitalism than socialism, you know. Yeah, when you get the dictators and all this kind of stuff, so yeah. Um, well, that's that's all I have for the uh, Christmas thing. I hope that um, y'all who are listening were able to get something out of it, or will be able to get something out of it. Again, it's a season season of giving. I guess I'll mention that uh, if you want a free book, um, I actually gave a free book books away, even though I wasn't on the uh, podcast. I'm not sure how they found, but I got a couple of emails. But if you do want the free book, I have it. You can uh, email me at my email, 
D R M E R E J A Y at gmail dot com. That's Dr. Mir J at gmail dot com. Or you can uh, go to my website, www.jamere.org, and it's a little form you can fill out, and you can send a request through it that way, too. And um, the book is very, uh, a lot of prayer in it, prayer scriptures, a lot of scriptures in there. Some people like it. Some people say it's very controversial. Um, I pray that whatever... Whatever you whatever you get out of it, you know, maybe it might be like one or two things that you might like the whole thing, you know, the free book, you know, uh, uh, hopefully it encourage you to go closer to, to the Lord. <clears throat> it's just like looking at scriptures from from um, you know, experiences and life from from my <clears throat> my point of view. So you can <clears throat> get that book that way. Excuse me. Um, and I guess I'll uh, close in prayer. Um, and I'll be back again next week. I haven't decided on a topic yet, but I'm thinking about maybe doing possibly, I got this book on a, the names of God, so I'm thinking about maybe doing that one. Um, oh, I love doing the names of God yeah. studies. Yeah, There's so a lot in there. Some very powerful names. It's like the one I got like has eight different names of it, so I might do that one. Um, but uh, let me let me close in prayer, Father. I, I thank you for this time. I thank you for this this fellowship, Father. Thank you for forgiveness of our iniquities, our sins and transgressions, Father. I lift up all those who are listening, Father, Lord, during this time and season. Those who who may have lost family members, those who are by themselves, Father, Lord, during this season. That you will encourage them, strengthen them. That you will send people around to comfort them, so they won't feel by themselves, Father. Um, I lift up those who are who are lacking resources, lacking finances during this time. Their provision will be made. That you would touch the people, probably who have have the resources to give to them, whether it be a job, career, home, clothing, a coat, Father Lord, food, Father, shelter, um, whatever it may be, Father. Also help help the nation, Father Lord, during this time. Help America. Help Israel. Help the, help the entire world, Father Lord. Help. Everything that's going on in California, Father Lord, with the fires, Father Lord, and the chemicals that are in the air, Father Lord, everything that's going on the East Coast with the storms and flooding, and just all the turbulence that's going on throughout the world, Father. Help, help. There's so many, <laughs> so many things going on, Father Lord. But uh, I know, Father Lord, that uh, you have a plan. You have a purpose, Father Lord. Help us to, to hear your plan and your vision, Father Lord. Um, we thank you, Father, for your many blessings. Um, and we we lift up uh, the technology and this this broadcast, Father Dorothy and her family, Father Lord, during this time, and, and pray many blessings, Father, upon your people. Heal, deliver, save, and set free, Father. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Jameer. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for having me. Hopefully, if this will help people figure out how they want to celebrate or not celebrate Christmas and, and give them some food for thought. And I'd like to tell everyone, Father, bless you and keep you till next week. And 
And that's all, folks. <laughs> Good night, Jameer. Good night.